Hear ye, hear ye. It's episode 15 of the Still and Owl pod. Bring out your headphones. Bring out your headphones. For the Still and Owl pod is here. You right, Stu? Do you like my new opening? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I thought of it when I was walking home earlier and I thought, oh, I'm going to try something different at the start. So I thought that was quite yeah. good. Bit of good news, Al. Yeah? We've had uh, our first downloads in cities, not not the, what we've had so far. Oh. New, 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 new places, mate. New, new places, undiscovered bro. territories. What are they, then? San Jose in California. Well, do you know the way to San Jose, yeah? <laughs> la, da, da, la, da, 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 la, la. Uh, Vancouver in Canada. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and... And Coesfeld in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. That's but, quite um, good, it? Speaking of restaurants, Al. Yeah. There's a new one that's just opened in Leicester called Karma. Yeah. Yeah. There's no menu, though. You just get what you deserve. <laughs> that's good. That I really. That's a good one. I really <laughs> like that. So, Stu, if you've not got anything else to start. No, I'm done now. Okay. How are you feeling anyway, Stu? Our listeners will probably want to know how you're feeling at the minute. Uh, this week I've been signed off work by the doctor as I've still got symptoms at the minute. Yeah. I'm not I'm not 100% there yet, but hopefully soon. Oh, well. Have you, have, still uh, shortness of breath and things. So. Have a lot of the listeners been uh, sending nice things in? Uh, I did get a nice get well soon from a podcast reviewer on Instagram. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. But um, listener-wise, I think Keza G Knighty said get well soon or hope you're feeling better. Oh. And Stu? And you? I did. Don't tell people that. I don't I want them regular to become Gav a nasty well. sod. Regular Gav did. And oh, Brendo Tron. And Willsey355, Chris Williams. Of course. So, uh, Stu, you're back on the alcohol this week, I think. Yes. All right, what have you got? Heineken. And I've got Peroni, so I shall have a, have a drink. <laughs> That's why I started drinking halfway through a section. So I've got a confession to make. Uh-oh. I've been keeping something from you from quite some time, oh. a secret. How many years? No, not years. Um, probably oh. from after the first week of the podcast when we first started. Right. Basically, um, a couple of Hollywood big shots came and approached me and said they wanted to make a movie out of the Stu and Al pod after one what, episode. What, what company? It, I can't really say because um, okay. copyright or something like that. Um, <laughs> but they came to me and they said, Al, we want to make a Stu and Al pod movie. And I said, great, I'll get Stu involved. And they went, oh, no, don't get Stu involved. I was like, why? He's my best friend. And they said, well, how about this? Show me a big briefcase full of money. And I said, Stu who? <laughs> and we all clinked yeah. champagne glasses together. It was great. For you. You'd have loved it. You'd have loved it. Yeah, um, I bet it was. But basically, they put this movie together. It's about the Already? origin. Yeah. Really quick. It was a really quick turnaround. It was, it's kind of like our origin story. Now, they got Brad Pitt in to play me. So they saw the oh, likeness. Yeah, um, yeah. But they just got some, some nobody to play you. I don't know who they were. It was. It's like some bloke fresh out of school. Like drama school or something your name I, I don't know his name oh um elmer um elmer duff okay 
So, yeah, now I've got the trailer. Now, I've not listened to the trailer, but they've, they've basically got two... They've, they've Americanized it, Stu. They've Americanized oh, it. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, you know, let's see, let's see how, li- how alike our lives it is. Are you ready for me to play it? Yeah, yeah. Chuck us a tape. Yeah, here you go. Click. It started with an idea. Stu, we should start a podcast that's satirical, humorous, and with its finger of the pulse of the world events. Duh! Why don't we just do silly voices and talk about the 90s? <laughs> okay, Stu. Only because you saved my life back in Vietnam. There were highs. <laughs> <laughs> there were highs. Stu! We just got one billion downloads in seven minutes. Duh. I, I just did a download in the toilet. <laughs> there was... <laughs> there, was ro- <laughs> there was romance. Stu, I just spent the night with all five of the Spice Girls. What did you do? Duh. I put my willy in the toaster. <laughs> but then disaster struck Stu you can't say the things like that about the Mexicans their food makes my bum bum hurt (laughs) (laughs) but eventually friendship shone through I can't stay mad at you Stu let's record episode one million I burnt my willy in the toaster again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Stu. Stu and Alpart, the movie, in cinemas, April 2022. Wow, Stu. I don't know about you, my heart was fluttering there because they have captured our personalities perfectly in that film, don't you think? Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Especially with your, um, your, your obsession with putting your willy in a toaster. I can't believe you told him. <laughs> right. Well, let's crack on. This is top three. You know I'm going to get you back for that, don't you? <laughs> this is top three. Top three. On the last episode, mm. I gave us both the topic of top three carbonated beverages or fizzy drinks, whichever you prefer. So, how did you find this? Yeah, I mean, I don't drink fizzy pop anymore. Yeah. So I've gone from the drinks I drank when I was a kid. Yeah. Up until about the age of 20, well, about 32, something like that. See, I... I last I last found, couple of years, I've stopped drinking them. Yeah. Make my I, funny. I don't drink them as much anymore. But the ones that I tend to drink now, I haven't added in because I've kind of gone with ones from the past. But I find it really hard. <laughs> it's such an hard one to do because I was trying to find no, I, I got all the drinks I really liked. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had a top. I've had a top three fights straight away. I, I took Conrad's advice from last week. Didn't procrastinate. Uh, got yes. them all down. Yeah, see, I did. I procrastinated so much. So, Stu, give us your number three. Vimto. Oh yes, nice. Now, fun fact for you, Al. It was actually originally launched as a health tonic in 1908 by John Noel Nichols. 1908. You're It's Manchester uh, based as company as well. Yeah. It was originally known as Vim Tonic before becoming known as Vimto soon after. 
Okay. Uh, it was registered as a medicine in 1912 and then became a beverage the year after. Some fun facts. 1932, yes. hot Vimto begins to be marketed in the winter Ugh. months. Ugh. Newspapers and magazines. That'd be fucking uh, rank. Had, I don't know. Wouldn't be that bad, I don't think. It's like having a lemsip, isn't it? Yeah, they're rank and all. Uh, its first TV advert was released in 1956. And it didn't feature Purple Ronnie. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, and in 1989, Vimto entered the Guinness Book of Records by constructing the tallest pyramid of cans in the world. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. Good choice. I quite like Vimto. Not had it for ages, but good choice. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. My number three, Stu, is Fentiman's Rose Lemonade, or Rose Lemonade, whichever you prefer. Um, Ooh. <laughs> oh, wait a hey, minute. Uh, what's good <laughs> with boss? <laughs> Fentiman's Rose Lemonade, uh, it's, it's probably one of the posher uh, carbonated drinks, but it's, um, oh God, I don't know, I can't, I can't believe you've not heard of it. Fentiman's make things like Curiosity Cola, uh, did you dandelion a dandelion of burdock uh, and like ginger someone beer? Someone sent like that. that in actually. Yeah. Someone sent in a Fentiman's. Yeah. Um, so Fentiman's uh, was I couldn't find when they first started doing the rose lemonade, but they the company started in 1905. I've been on their website and everything, and it's so different. <laughs> but on, in 1905 they started off the company and they used to do ginger beer, uh, but the rose mm. lemonade is made with pure Otto rose oil from the famous rose valley in. Kazemlak, Bulgaria. And I found this interesting, Stu. It was started by a man called Thomas Fentiman, who on Wikipedia is listed as an iron puddler. Which I just thought was a what? <laughs> an iron puddler. Put, makes puddles okay. of iron? No. But yeah, it's, it's a nice drink. You, you kind of find it locked uh, <laughs> in pubs and stuff. So try it if you, if you see it. It's nice. Mm. Go on, give me a one down the bag of nails yeah yeah number two i have gone for dr pepper oh good choice good choice now this was created in the 1880s by a pharmacist named charles alderson in waco texas uh, it was first served around 1885 and now the now for the facts uh, the city of roanoke virginia celebrates dr pepper day every october 24th Oh. And this was the place where the first Dr. Pepper factory was opened in 1936. Nice. Roanoke. I think they did an American Horror Story Roanoke as well. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, there's a Dr. Pepper museum in Waco, Texas, yeah. which opened in 1991. The building was originally used to bottle Dr. Peppers, which opened in 1906. And Dr. Pepper also features in the movie Forrest Gump. In one scene... <laughs> Boris drinks 15 Dr. Peppers at the White House. And when asked by JFK how it feels to be an All-American, he replied, I gotta go pee. <laughs> like you said, you gotta go pee. <laughs> I believe you just said you gotta go pee. <laughs> Mama, what's vacation? Hey, what's the best, um, uh, what's the best noise that's made in the film Forrest Gump? Set me up. You don't say much, do you? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Boy, Brilliant. your mother sure does care about your <laughs> education. 
brilliant. Cheers. That's a nice. Yeah. So if you've not seen Forrest Gump, go and watch it just for the um the scene where his mum has sex we with need, their teacher. <laughs> we need to do a um like a uh, Forrest Gump. We need to watch along. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah, and then just do like a show based on that yeah. all the way through the thing. Remember when when me and Alex were at say secondary school, which we won't name. Um, every morning I'd call around to his house on the way and we'd watch uh, about half an hour's worth of Forrest Gump, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. On VHS and we watched it day by day and then his mum would take us call in the car. So, Fun fact. There you go. So my number two, Stu, I've chosen a drink that you can't get anymore, I don't think. It was it? Um, Bar Cherry Bubble. Oh, Bar, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in 2016, Bar the um, drinks manufacturer launched bar mix-ups. Uh, basically, uh, it was mixing up the different flavours that bar did. So if bar did 15 different flavours, they'd mix some of them up. <clears throat> and cherry bubble and raspberry ripple were chosen uh, by 10... Th- it was, there was a poll of 10,000 consumers um, that took part in an online vote for their favourite mix of 15 bar flavours. And as I say, raspberry ripple and cherry bubble um, got the highest. I think they got 60% of the votes overall. So bar, raspberry ripple and cherry bubble mix-ups um, were offered out. They were, they were sold, but I don't think they were out for very long because I can't find them anymore. Someone said they offer a real point of difference to a brand that offers unique, fun, exciting flavours. And that was a man called Troy. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, cherry bubble. I used to love cherry bubble. It was like cherry, you know, obviously it was, Cherry A bubblegum flavour mixed. Yeah. It was so good. And I've only ever found it at one shop in Lincoln, like a little uh, a little news agent's. And I don't know if they do any do it anymore, but it was fucking brilliant. And that God knows what's in it, because it was just mad. The only bar ones I can remember were the bar cola and bar lemonade. Yeah, you see, I I do like the bar drinks, the bar, like the cherry A, the the Coke, the lemonade. And they're usually quite cheap as well. They're like 39p a can. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's my number two. So what's Very your good. number one? What's your favourite? Lilt. 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 The totally tropical taste. Fuck's sake. What are you on about? With Lilt's Butte. It's all right. It's not the best. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You've convinced me. That's better than fucking bar bubblegum. Well, no, it's... Go on then. Well, we're not we're not here to argue, are we? Or are we? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about what this podcast is of years ago. <laughs> I thought we just we were asked. Now, as far as I'm aware, we're asked to tell our top threes, and I wasn't aware that we had to defend them as well. <laughs> we saved that for online, don't we? Anyway, introduced as a totally tropical taste in 1975. Lilt is only sold in the UK, Ireland, Gibraltar, and the Seychelles. Is that it? She went to France, she couldn't get it. Oh. oh. So it's manufactured by the Coca-Cola company. Yeah. Uh, in one advert in the 80s featured someone called the Lilt Man, who went around delivering lilts on a milk float, or as he called it, a lilt float. Oh. Do you remember the advert? Oh. Totally <laughs> tropical taste. Pineapple and grapefruit. Yeah. Built. Yeah. Um, and it's not to be confused with the Laboratory for Interactive Learning Technologies, or LILT, 
at the University of Hawaii. Oh, that's, I always get here. them mixed up. We are talking about the drink here, not the, uh, the learning Verbo clinic in Hawaii. Excellent. <laughs> I do like Lil. It's not, my, not the best. Oh, I've not had it for such a long time. It's not one that I'd buy if I went to the shop. So I think that's probably why. I always look for Lil. It's like when I go to, if I really like a shop and I want to like a chocolate bar or a can of pop, the, what the two things I look out for there is Lilt and yeah. Bounties. You fucking know. And if it doesn't have both, then I'll go somewhere else. Then I'll smash the place up. <laughs> uh, well, I won't do that, but as, as you know, my favourite chocolate bar have... is Bounties. Hold on a second, Stu. If you went into a shop and they didn't have either Lilt or Bounties, they didn't have any of them, would you not smash the place up in anger? Ah, bloody no. wood. <laughs> <laughs> I probably tell him. I probably tell him what for, and then leave. Okay. Probably shake my fist or something like that in anger. Shake <clears throat> so, so, harder, boy. So <laughs> <laughs> I've um, my number one is very similar to your number two. I have gone for cherry Dr Pepper as my favourite. Oh ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so cherry Dr Pepper actually uh, didn't start until two thousand and nine. Can you guess mm. which uh, rock star? Uh, was the spokesperson for it. Steven Tyler. Oh, no. It was Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, nearly. <clears throat> so he was the spokesman, uh, spokesman uh, with the Kiss song Calling Dr. Love, which was used in adverts in 2009. Uh, it was offered... Uh, the, here's a really boring fact for you, Stu, that I found. It was offered in Coca-Cola freestyle machines that offer Dr. Pepper in place of Pib Extra. What the fuck Pib Extra is, I've no idea. Well, actually, I did look, and it's a drink. But, mm. yeah, uh, Cherry Coke, if you have, if I, uh, not Cherry Coke, sorry, Cherry <laughs> Dr. Pepper, you very rarely find it in shops, but if you, if you go anywhere like an American, anywhere that does American sweets and stuff, that's where you'll find yeah, it. Well in the I had a can, yeah, I had a can a while ago, and it's so, it's, I mean, it's just filth in a, in a can. Like, it's not good for you whatsoever. I dread to think what it's doing to my insides and my teeth. But it's, I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, like like films, Al, you, you can't beat the original. Mm. So I'll just stick to the original Dr. Pepper. Uh, um, can I also, I just want to give a, um, a shout out for one more drink that we've both not mentioned. And I was going to mention it at the start, but I'm going to mention it now. A shout out for the Panda Pop. <laughs> the, what, the cartons? <laughs> they were, they were busy, little, were they? They're little bottles. The Panda Pops. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what we got on the socials? Stu, I read some of the socials this week. I am going to rip the piss out of some of these because they're fucking shit. Good. Uh, <laughs> Sainsbury's Classic Cola was all, always a good one when I was a kid as well. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, right, so we'll, we'll start as, as we usually do with regular Gav. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a bit funny, actually. I had to tell him off this week, because he picked one and I said he couldn't have it. And he had to be a bit mardy about it. <laughs> and I said, you're not having it. I'll tell you why in a minute. So his original, well, I'll tell you what he's got now. He's, he's gone for Coca-Cola, Iron yeah. Brew, and, and LucasAid. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, before he picked Iron Brew, though, he did pick Shandy Bass. And I yeah. said he couldn't have that because there is a smidgen of alcohol in there. Oh, yeah, true. Good, yeah, good point. I got Stu, good, uh, good spot. Yeah, well, apparently, Leicestershire Police have banned officers from drinking Shandy Bass now after they had a complaint that a resident could smell alcohol on his breath after having some. <clears throat> Stu, who the fuck drinks Shandy Bass? It's shit. 
It's horrible. That's the sheer police by the sound of it. Yeah. <coughs> well, and Dav. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Conrath. Now, he had a go at me the other week about the Motown top 10. Yeah. I mean, they, he only space to pick three. That's why it's called Pat Free. Well, he sent in 10 fizzy pops. He did, didn't he? Yeah, I saw that. So, you're dicking me. <laughs> but he, so, but thanks for coming uh, on the podcast. Picked, <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, he picked peanut butter and jelly pop, grim, pizza beer, grim, Pepsi yogurt, nope, no, Pepsi cappuccino, Ugh. yeah, yeah, I'd give that a go, nah, Coca Cola garlic, no, uh, pickle juice soda, which was pickle juice in the can, mm. from the pickles, you know, the pickles, yeah, yeah, pickles, um, ranch soda, Ugh. no. And bilk, which is a combination of beer and milk. <laughs> They're all shit. Yeah. Discount all of them because they weren't in a top three format. Good. Moving on. Uh, and a new personnel this week. New person. Ooh, welcome. At, at Bobby, Bobber G.E. West or Bobby Fett. Yeah. He's gone for Mountain Dew Code Red. Don't know what that is. Lemon, Lemon Fanta. Yes, brilliant. Good choice. Um, yeah, yeah, it is a good choice. Uh, and Cherry Dr. Pepper, like yourself. Yes, good man or woman, whoever you are. Um, it's John Jones. No, nope. he's not been, on, he's he's not been on, on for a while. He hasn't. Welcome back, John. Uh, he's on for Strawberry Fanta. No, okay. Uh, Cherry Dr. Pepper again. Yes. It's winning. And Frog Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is that a real drink or is it just frog semen? Uh, I think you found it on Google. Yeah, all right. Trying to be funny. No. <laughs> oh, job, John. Leave it out. <laughs> Keith Campbell. <laughs> you like this one. He's gone for Iron Brew in a can. Yeah. Iron Brew 500 milliliter bowl. Yeah. And the Iron Brew 2 litre bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is from north of the border, so. It's got to allow it. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever a guest on the show, we will supply you with yeah. a pint of Iron Brew. What do you think of Iron Brew, Stu? I don't mind it, to be honest, mate. I, if I was offered an Iron Brew, I would drink it all. Uh, I, I've, not had it I've not had it for no, years. I've not had it for years. No, I've not had it. I remember liking it, though. So yeah. I'd, um, I'd have it again, mm. I guess. Uh, my mother, Kim R, who apologised for last week when I forgot to put her Motown songs in. Oh, yeah. Oops. Uh, she's picked Dandelion and Burdock. No. Lilt. Okay. That must be where I get it from. And Ginger Beer. Oh, <laughs> God, no. Ginger Beer's fucking rank. No, I don't, I don't like Ginger Beer. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, Stuart's mum. You know her name. I, oh, I, didn't, I didn't want to say... Oh, right. I'm oh, sorry, Kim. Thanks for listening. Did your mum listen? Did your mum listen? Yeah. My she mum does. don't. Oh. No. I don't know if I want her to listen. Long. Hello, Susan. Does she know you swear? Oh, no. That's why. <laughs> Hi, mother. Hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, my father's also weighed in this week. He also listens, but never contributes. Okay. But he has, he has this time. This is going to um, divide opinion as well. He's gone for Coca-Cola and Pepsi. See, 
that's why I didn't choose because I like them both and I couldn't put them in my top three. <clears throat> ah, so you're like him then. That's yeah, I like them both. He's also going for Corona Orange, which was a drink before we were born, I think. Okay. Kezaji Nighty, Vanilla Coke, which to me tastes like rum. I've never tried and it. Coke. It's all right. It's pretty good. The, the Fentiman's Curiosity Cola. Yeah. The Fentiman's family. And Ginger Beer again. Ugh. Yeah, not good. Final one, Alex. Brendotron. Brendotron. Refueling with carbonated drinks. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone for Pepsi Max, which right. regular Gav predicted. No, that drink is shit. Pepsi yep. Max is just diet Pepsi. They've just rebadged it, you fool. <laughs> for men. It's rebadged for men. Brendan, no. Not no. having it. No. What's his other He's two choices? He's also gone for root beer. That's shit and all. Yes. And something called Kinney Orange from Malta. No. Brendan, Bring a bit awful. of international flavour. When I next see you, Brendan, I'm going to bloody give you a hug because I've not seen you for such a long time. <laughs> oh. Who do you reckon wins out of them? Like, oh, I reckon Keith with the Iron Brew selection, to be honest. No. Me? No. <laughs> you, no, you're the shite. Oh, yeah. Mm. But cheers, everyone, anyway. Thanks Thank for you. that. Thank you, everyone. So, Stu, what's next week's? Well, not next week. What's the next episode's top three? Top three characters from Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Is it, are we just talking the Lord of the Rings trilogy that was on, like, the film? Films. You can have them from the books as well. I read the fucking books. But not, okay, not like The Hobbit. Them. Not The Hobbit or anything. Uh, yeah, go on. We'll allow The Hobbit as well. So All any right. characters from The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings from the books or the movies. Okay, so that is next episode's top three. Any, your top three characters from any of the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit films or books. If you want to submit your top three, why not get in contact? We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or we are on Twitter and Instagram at stewandalpod. Drop us a tweet, an Instagram post, which I don't know what you call them, or an email. So that was top three. And now it is time for Nineties Corner. Nineties Corner. Stu, it's Nineties Corner time. We're either gonna say it's great or we're gonna say it's shit. Sweep it in if it's good, sell it if it is shit. Stu, what have you picked for Nineties Corner this week? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my pick this week for Night's Corner is banging. It's something we both watched, I think. Well, I know I did on CITV when we were children. Ah, no way! Called... What? What are you going to say? Victor and Hugo Bunglers in Crime. That's all right. Okay. I thought we'd pick the same well, thing then. I really thought we'd pick the same CITV thing. You picked CITV as well? I picked something from no CITV way. as well. Um, yeah, I picked Victor and Hugo Bunglers in Crime, which was brilliant. The name rings a bell, but I can't remember it. No, I have to explain it. Go on. So, well, a bit of background first. It broadcasted only 30 episodes from the 6th of September 1991 to the 29th of December 1992. Yeah. The series was about two bumbling French criminal brothers who, along with their parrot called Interpol, would get hired by criminals to steal things. So you'd have Victor coming up with a plan every week of how they'd do everything. Hugo would fuck everything up. And they end up going to jail more or less every episode. Oh, wankers. And then they just start again. 
each time. It was brilliant now. I can't believe you don't remember it. I do remember it. it. It's, it's a very vague memory. I th- I'm going to need to, as soon as I see it though, because I will go and check it out straight after the podcast. But as soon. Well, this is the thing. It's hard to find them. You can't buy any episodes on DVD. So yeah. I imagine you're limited to YouTube and that's about it, if you're lucky. But the, um, it does ring a bell. Yeah, well, it was on, it always used to be on before Funhouse on a Friday. Ah, uh, yeah. If I remember what it was, if I remember it as you were talking about it, then yes, it was brilliant. So I'm sure we used to talk I'll, about it. I'll send you the link after we've done this. Yeah. So I am going to say sweep so, it in, Stu. Oh, good. Um, if I, think it's... I did have some facts. but Oh, go for it. Go for the facts. So Victim's voiced by Jimmy Hibbert and Hugo was voiced by David Jason. Uh, it was the last Cosgrove Hall show to feature the voice of Brian Truman and David Jason. Uh-huh. And it featured guest appearances from Danger Mouse and Count Duckula on the show as well. Yeah, very good. It was, really, it was so good. I used to really enjoy watching that. Uh, I, I imagine if I watched it now, I wouldn't have liked, liked it as much as I did back then. But Yeah. But yeah that's, a good, that's a great choice. Well done. I'm quite, it's quite weird that we both picked CITV things this week. And I really thought you'd pick the same thing as me. Because I have picked Zap, which oh, I think we both yeah. remember watching. Now, for some reason, I've got it in my head that this has been mentioned before, but I, c- I cannot remember. So I'm pretty sure this hasn't been mentioned. I don't think we've mentioned it unless someone sent it in and we've forgotten about it. But if you have, mm. then, well, I've got more facts about it than you. Mm. <laughs> Zap was a... A program on CRTV that started on the 8th of January 1993. And it, it, sorry, it had the characters Cuthbert Lily, He's Dead Silly. He's Dead Silly, yeah. Daisy Dares You. <laughs> Handyman and Smarty, Smart Arty that was played by Neil Buchanan. So, <laughs> Alex, is it true that you used to fancy Daisy Dare? Who didn't? <laughs> well, you know, there was 132 episodes, which is a fucking lot of episodes. Really? Yeah, 132. Well, there's a, it's a bit odd because when I searched for it, there's, there's a few different amounts of episodes. 132 is like the, the lowest, but there was like, I think there was then Christmas specials or something, and so there might have been more. Well, what yeah. I found really cool um, was that the big, you know, the big uh, comic book that they all um, leaned out of, a mm. Norfolk farmer bought that massive comic book at an auction for his grandson, which I thought was really nice. No like way. when it sat down. It was also, not many people know that it was aimed at deaf children because they didn't talk in it. It was, uh, yeah, it was a program aimed at the deaf, oh. which I think is quite sweet. But I used to love Zap. I don't know what it was about. Yeah. It, it was just, it was quite an enjoyable program. I think it was just easy to watch. Mm. Everyone loved Cuthbert Lily. He's dead silly. You know, what more can you want? It was the artist Neil Buchanan played, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was good. Uh, yeah, definitely super, yeah, mate. Yes. Can you smell? Don't know, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Social. We got social media. Yeah, we got a few socials, mate. A few socials. Uh, regular Gav. Yeah, here we go again. No, he's done a good one this week. I'll allow it. It's Mr. Motivator. <laughs> yeah, of course. It can, you mm-hmm. can't not have this. Mr. Motivator and, and Mr. Blobby in 90s Corner together. 
They'll be loving it. Yeah, they'll have the right time, won't they? Yeah, they will. Um, Keza G's picked King of the Hill. Yeah. Good choice. Bobby, I got propane in my urethra. <laughs> <laughs> propane. Uh, Chris Comrath has gone for the release of Nelson Mandela. I mean, we can't turn that down. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty bad if you did. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. And an email sent in by Dan Smith from VAR at the Bar. Oh, yeah. Do check them out at VAR at the Bar. Very good podcast. He's gone for the introduction of the back pass rule in 1992. Yes, brilliant. Brilliant. That's an excellent one. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone in this week. Some great choices. It's a clean sweep, if you pardon the pun. Clean sweep. Clean, sooty and sweep. Hey, they could be choking. No, they're not 90s. I think they were before that, weren't they? Mm, don't know. No, they started way before that, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you. If you would like to submit anything to 90s Corner, then why not send us an email? We are stewandowpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at stewandowpod. Send us what you like and we'll judge it like a couple of cunts. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so that was nineties. <laughs> that was nineties corner, and now it's time for frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So this week, for frankly, my dear, I have got an absolute beauty. Now, yes. my my impression of this person for me is brilliant, but it's probably shit. So, <laughs> and as soon as it's taken me to episode fifteen to do it then it's probably a shit. Are you ready for it? I go on like. I have only one thing to say. You turn if you want to. This lady is not for turning. <laughs> I, think I, I think my impression is brilliant. <laughs> I know who it is. Do, do the uh, sentence again. Okay. I have only one thing to say. You turn if you want to. The lady is not for turning. <laughs> it's not dirty dancing, is it? No. This lady is not for what? Turning. Yeah. Uh, it's Christopher Walken. It's Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Peanuts in a bag. Wow. He put the watch up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I don't you know don't what, know the quote. No. No, I don't know. It's Margaret Thatcher in 1980. The lady oh. is not returning. You don't remember that? <laughs> do it in her voice. <laughs> well, actually, Stu, I say do it in my voice. I've actually got a recording of that speech. Now, a lot of people think that it ended with the lady's not returning, but there's actually an extra bit that they'd recorded and they didn't play to the public. Still, I have got... Here's the tape. Here's the tape. Here's the tape. <laughs> Here's the tape. You ready? Right. Yeah. Come on Clickety-click. Click-click-click-click. <laughs> I'm not going to have to do it now. <laughs> I have only one thing to say. You turn if you want to. The ladies not for turning. Apart from, of course, apple turnovers, of which I'm very fond of. Also, I enjoy turning over the TV to watch Match of the Day. And finally, I will turn over if my husband wants to shaft me from behind. <laughs> <laughs>
So, only three things I will turn for. Apple turnovers, turning over for the match of the day, and being shafted by my husband from behind. Thank you very much. Join me in the bar afterwards for Apple turnovers, match of the day, but not shafting. Goodbye! So, see <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. We we put that out there now, you know. First people to put it out. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dearie me. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well done, but you got the right person. You just think it's a good quote. But all right. Well, anyway, another one then next week. So that was frankly my dear aunt to give a damn. Now it is time for in the news. I believe you have got two news stories for me, one of them real and one of them fake. Why don't you tell them to me now and I'll guess which one's real. Don't forget the sport out and the weather and oh, the yeah, traffic of the sport. The Get on then, you fucking mug. <laughs> Can't. Right, here are your headlines then. Do-do-do-do. Puzzle championships abandoned after crosswords exchanged. <laughs> uh, local man killed by falling piano expected to have a low key funeral. Oh, God. <laughs> and <laughs> Meatloaf desperate to keep his hands warm saying, I will do anything for gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. <laughs> but first, <laughs> a police officer could be set for the sack after paying for a pack of donuts with a 7 piece sticker removed from the veg aisle. He is said to have uh, scanned a single carrot before using that barcode. So you know the, like, the, when you weigh your veg at Tesco or whatever, and it prints out yeah. them little labels. So he's grabbed yeah. one of them for a carrot, stuck it on a, back, a box of 12 donuts, and then just tried to like pass that off there for 7p. Fair enough. Uh, reports, reports suggest the incident is so serious that dismissal would be justified. The incident occurred at a Tesco Extra in Cambridgeshire uh, while the officer was on duty in full uniform. So he grabbed a box of Krispy Kremes, yeah. which are normally nine ninety five, <laughs> took it to the veg aisle, weighed a carrot, got the, got the sticker, stuck it on the box, and then gone and scanned it in at self-service. Now, the officer in question is to face a disciplinary hearing regarding the incident, which could result in dismissal from the police force. That serious. I mean, it's really Shocking. bad, you know? And an onlooker caught him in the act, red-handed, and then alerted the staff. Uh, so I guess he was caught sticky-fingered, if you pardon the pun. Oh, caught red-handed. When he was caught, he was heard saying, fair cop, you got me. That's the end of story number one. We don't know the outcome of that yet, but we'll have more on that when we get it. <laughs> right, story number two. This is a good one. Now, it sounds like a movie itself, but Jurassic Park could actually be happening in real life. This is the one you've written? <laughs> no. No, you don't know that. A, t- a team in Greenland put the theory put the theory on the film to test and ended up with results far from what they were expecting. Um, lead researcher Albertosaurus 
that's actually a dinosaur. Um, said, well, I don't know how we did it, but we've managed to bring a lot of dinosaur species back to life. We have the very sleepy one here, the dinosaur. Oh, God. The, the one with poor eyesight, the Tyrannosaurus Spex. <laughs> and the one who constantly can't take... <laughs> oh, wait, shut up. <laughs> and the one who constantly takes care of their teeth, a Flossiraptor. <laughs> Fuck's sake, that's just terrible. Shut up. His assistant, <laughs> wait, listen to this. His assistant, Peter Odactyl, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable how we've managed to pull this off. My favourite has to be the dinosaur here who always worries the nervous Rex. <laughs> well, one thing no, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, it gets better. I really, I really wish this story wasn't one that you've made up. One thing I've learned through this, they can be vicious. Don't try fighting them or you'll get giraffe kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, Al, I don't know too much about dinosaurs. So I went to a nearby library to ask more. I asked the librarian which author has wrote the best books on dinosaurs. She said Triceratops. <laughs> but I did find out about a few unknown dinosaurs myself. There's the dinosaur that never skips chest day. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus pex. <laughs> and the dinosaur that likes to build. Legosaurus <laughs> and the rare beater dinosaur for infidelity. Do you think he saw us? <laughs> if all goes well, they open they are hoping to open the dinosaur center by 2022. No name has been decided yet. Um, I spent all day looking up dinosaurs and um, discovered a new series, a uh, new species called my neckisaur. <laughs> I'm dreading you going back to work. <laughs> So, Al, it is yeah. the correct true story about the naughty police officer yeah. trying to get Krispy Kremes for seven pence, or the um, story about the real-life Jurassic Park and think, all those newly discovered dinosaurs? I think, obviously, the one about the dinosaurs is one you've made up. <laughs> yeah. I wish that was a real story, though. <laughs> Do you know what? My favourite part of that was the Ask the Librarian, which, one was the, yeah. which was the best author. Triceratops. I, do, I like the pterodactyl one. What was that? Pterodactyl. Yeah. The assistant. And Albertosaurus is actually a real dinosaur. Albertosaurus. How about that? Good that, yeah. Um, a bit of sport. Uh, quick, before you go to sport, just to Thanks. let you know that one a, a, a close friend of ours who used to work at a uh, supermarket used to ha use his pricing gun to put the prices down on things like birthday cakes <laughs> and food. <laughs> you know him and so do I no it was a certain um, <laughs> I'm going to bleep the name out when I say it but it was a certain <laughs> oh, oh shit call you know bleep call bleep yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can get <laughs> go on, give us a spot uh, yeah spot right um, so a few results to talk you throughout 
uh, Wensley Dale won this year's cheese roll yeah. at um, Upers Hill in Gloucestershire. The World Psychic the World Psychic Championships have been called off due to unforeseen circumstances. I'm sure you've used that joke before. <laughs> I haven't. I definitely haven't because I've got them all, all right. written down. And uh, Barry Perm won the Curling World Cup <laughs> with his team from Permany. That's <laughs> <laughs> just sloppy writing. <laughs> um, travel news. A cement mixer has hit a prison van on the M25. Police have told us to be on the lookout for 12 hardened criminals. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. travel news. Try walking. It's good for you. (laughs) And uh, Webb's going to be shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's winter. What do you expect? Yeah, (laughs) I'll deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, brilliant. Thanks, Steve. That's the news. Cheers, that was in the news, and now it is time for Buster Mine. Hey! Buster Mind. Me and Stu pick a topic for each other uh, each week. We give each other a horrible subject, and then we ask each other five questions about it. And the winner is the person who gets the most right. Now, Stu, what I'm thinking is I think you've won one. You won last week. We had two draws, and then I won the first one which was when we asked questions about each of this football team. Chelsea and Newcastle? Yeah, so I think we won all. Did you win that one? Yeah, I think I did. Hmm. So I think we're at one all. Well, you ain't going to get any of these. Good. So last week, I gave Stu the topic of hedgehogs. And Stu, you gave me the topic of? Foster and Allen. My grandma used to listen to Foster and Allen, and I, they are mm. fucking shit. <laughs> no, they're they're good if you like them. It's the, if it's that your type of music. So, Stu, um, I think last week I asked, last time I asked you the questions first. So I think you can ask me the question first this time. Gladly. Right now, your chosen subject for you was Foster and Allen, and your yep. time starts now. What are the full names of Foster and Allen? It's. Um. Mick Foster and Tony Allen. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> the first you bit. know that the first bit on Wikipedia. <laughs> Bollocks! What year did they add a band to their show? Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, for fuck's sake! Did a bit of yes. research this week, though. How many children does Mick Foster have? Oh, I don't know this. Uh, three, four. Ah, bollocks! How many UK number one singles did they have? One. None. Oh, yeah, it was none, because number one was in Ireland. And what was that single? Um, something about time. Um, yes. Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> oh, a bunch of time. It is a bunch of time. Well done. You have scored three. Well done. Yes. Thank you. See, that I get free about hedgehogs, am I? <laughs> you might do. Okay, do. Are you ready for your? If you, that's twice on the trot that I've got three out of te, three out of five. Quite impressive. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, tiebreak. That's right. Your five questions on hedgehogs. Begin now. Question one: How many species of hedgehogs are there? Seventeen. Correct. Question two: Which animal do they share ancestry with? Porcupine. It's the shrew. 
I can see oh, why you said that. Question three. What year did the name Hedgehog come into use? 1931. 1450. Mental, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, question four. <laughs> what makes their spine stiff? Ooh la la. <laughs> isn't it something to do with their back muscles? It's keratin. Uh. And finally, question five. <laughs> Why do hedgehogs roll into balls? <laughs> Ooh, out, oh. out of out of fear. Yeah, I'll give you that self-defense. So, Stuart, you've shot. You have scored two out of five. I tell you what, you know that first week when we did the football teams. I don't think that should be counted. So we'll just have it as one all now. Mm. Now one. So, do you want the tiebreaker question? Should we do the tiebreakers just for a bit of a laugh? Yeah, yours would have been to name three of their albums released in the 1990s. Oh, fuck knows. Um, Foster Allen's Big Fat Cock. Um, nope. Smelly Old Arseholes. <laughs> no. Any of those I'm not going to read them out. Oh, no. Um, yours was name five things hedgehogs eat. Snakes. Yep. I can't believe that. Uh, snails... Yeah. Insects, yeah, frogs and toads. Yeah, well done. But I won this week, Stu. So I can't believe they eat snakes. I don't understand. I know. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Stu, <sighs> next, next, for the next episode, I thought mm. because the next episode we will be recording it in December, I would oh, give yeah. you a Christmassy themed one. Mm. So, you want to know what yours is? Yeah. Stu, do you like Christmas films? Always. I thought I'd be kind to you, and I'm going to give you the film Die Hard. Yes! See, I've been Fucking nice. Get in. I've been nice. The greatest <laughs> Christmas film of all time. One of my yeah. favourite films, Die Hard. Alex, I've also gone along the Christmas theme for you as well, and I've been nice. Go on, then. Your subject will be The Life and Times of Kubla Khan. Fuck oh, off. How do you spell Somebody it? Could, uh, so it's K-U-B-L-A-I. Yeah. And Khan. It's in the rap of Khan. Twat. I wish I hadn't given you fucking diehard now. Actually, I'm going to give you something else. Well, it's called Bastermind, isn't it? It is so, Bastermind. Uh, so that was Bastermind. So it's been a bastard. <coughs> next week. So now it's time for the bag of nails. Stu, you've been down the bag of nails this week. Yeah, don't tell the law, though. No, don't tell the law. Or the Lord. <laughs> he were there. Yeah. <laughs> Turning water into wine. Uh, um, now, you've either, met a, you've either met another Borealis family member or some other twat. So, who is it? <laughs> some other twat, Alex. We've run oh. out of Borealis for now. I will be on the lookout for more in the future, though. And if I do see one there, I will grab him by the ankles and make him talk. Fair enough. Go on, then. Give us a tape. His name, play it. His name's oh. Tom Cat, was his name. Interesting fellow. Yeah. His tape. Thank <laughs> you. Got it. And click. Hi, Alex. It's uh, Tom Cat here. <laughs> what a twat. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh, wait, I can't hear you, can I? <laughs> It's Tom Cat here, and uh, here behind me are my tails. Get it? Because of cat. Oh, the bag of nails. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> the other day, something magical happened in here, right? Helvetica and Times New Roman came in here. So Bev was like, no, 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 get out. We don't serve your type. <laughs> and guess what, Alex? Guess what? There was an other night in here last week. The toilets are amazing. What a loo. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, Al. You know, you better watch out next time you're down here now because it's getting really rough, you know. It's getting really rough in this pub nowadays. In the pub quiz, right, last Monday, the first question was, what are you looking at? Brilliant. Oh. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Al, there's a, there's a pool table here now. There was a lady playing... Really well the other night, yeah? She was balancing a pint of lager on her head. Beatrix Potter was her name. <laughs> it. Oh, I did something naughty the other day, Al, right? I had the ploughman's lunch earlier. <laughs> he wasn't happy when he found out. <laughs> uh, before, before I leave you, Alex, <laughs> uh, the strangest thing happened to me here in the back of Dales the other day, yeah? It's, it's really weird. So I was at the bar and I ordered a pint of Guinness. All of a sudden, these bowl of peanuts at the bar. They said, oh, excellent choice, pal. Guinness is a really great decision. It really hits the spot. I couldn't believe it. I was like, talking peanuts? What? So as I was walking to the toilet, the fruit machine starts saying, Guinness is shit. You're a dickhead for picking that. And you should, you dress really shit as well, you twat. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I ran to Bev and I said, I think I'm going mad. I thought I heard the peanuts praising me and the fruit machine shouting insults. Am I going mad? Bev said, no, 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 sorry about that. The peanuts are complimentary, but the fruit machine is out of order. (laughs) 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 Well, anyway, Alex, I better be off because the curfew's coming and all that and I want to get home to watch... um, catchphrase <laughs> so i'll see you later pal you ever down here just ask for me tom tom cat they know who i am bye for now i'm feline fine <laughs> Dude, i'd like to see tom cat as a real stand-up character and you playing him in a, in a real stand-up club he's <laughs> <laughs> a nice chap he was i liked him he was he's really good <clears throat> i liked his I liked his voice and laugh. It was very (laughs) (laughs) Right. Cheers, dude. So next next week I'll well in two weeks I'll be heading down the bag of nails. (laughs) Hopefully I can meet someone as cool as Tomcat. So that was Bag of Nails. (laughs) Now it is time for Arnie Improves Things. Stu, Arnie has improved a lot of things recently. Spag bowl, he has, he? other stuff. What's he improved this week? Uh, Santa's Grotto this week. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Now, this is um, a, t- a two-person play featuring Arnold and Child. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's the tape from where I found oh, yeah, it. Right. I don't know how we got this tape because it was just Arnie working as a Santa's Grotto, Santa. Um, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Quick. Hello, child. What would you like for the Christmas holidays? A bike. There is no Christmas. Are you crying? There is no crying. Get out of here, stupid child. Who's next? Huh. You. 
Your name is Richter. Tell me what you want. Can I get Total Recall on Blu-ray? <laughs> Good. Well done. I'll see you at the party, Richter. Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? I want my parents to leave. I hate them. Consider them a divorce. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. By the way, that fat kid is stealing your cookies. Put the cookie down. <laughs> Santa, come back. Trust me, I'll be back. You, put the cookie down. <laughs> Brilliant. Lovely stuff. He, he make a good, and, you know, actors aren't working as much at the minute. It's maybe it's something you should be looking at. <laughs> well, you know, Christmas is coming. Yeah, it is, it is. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Stu. We'll have a bit more from Arnie next week. And um, with that, Stu, we're pretty much at the end of the podcast. Mm. We've just had a, an email in, actually, Al. Good awesome. timing. Awesome. Go for it. I'll just open it now. Click. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Hi, Stu and Al. Long time listener, first time emailer. Another one starting off the same again. Oh, it's always, every time. Um. That's a mistake. Uh, yeah, long, long time listener, first time emailer. Did you know, Stu and Al, that in France they only use one egg in omelettes, but in the Czech Republic they use three? Do you know why? No. No, I don't either. Oh, he's put no. why. Sorry. <laughs> None of us know. Uh, it's, put, it's because one egg is an earth. <laughs> Dreadful. Dreadful. <laughs> Your pal, um, I didn't write a name. Um, I mean, you mean he didn't write a name? He didn't write a name, yeah. Your pal, um, Alexander Cluley. <laughs> <coughs> well, thanks for that, Stu. Stu, I have, um, you, we, we had a, couple, a few adverts the last time. I think they took you by <laughs> surprise a little bit. Um, Do you want your bollocks off? <laughs> So fucking immature, aren't we? But yeah. Stu, um, Barry's bollock washer. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, before we continue, Stu, it was your birthday this week. I was, it? yeah. 17th of November. No one on Twitter wished me happy birthday. No, I sent you a message and a voice message. So. Yeah, you did. Cheers for that. That's That's good. Right. Well, happy birthday. Have a nice night time and I'll carry on now. <laughs> mm. So, Stu, Barry's bollock washing... <laughs> <laughs> it's um fortunately it went out of business uh they weren't really getting oh, no. yeah but barry being the entrepreneur that he is he's a bit like alan sugar he started up a new business and uh he sent me his um sent me the advert for his new business so would you like to listen to it yes okay here's the tape look Sorry. at your phone <laughs> oh we just had a new follower oh Someone... cool so, hello at Kojo Danso Jr. Okay. Okay. Ta-ra. Uh Click. If you shit yourself in public, don't know what to do, embarrassed, stink of shit, Barry's Bum Brigade can help you. But don't take my word for it. Listen to one of our satisfied customers. Hold on my way. <laughs> Who went on my way to buy scotch eggs and super strength cider from the Asda, but I shit myself in the car park. 
<laughs> Murray's were there within the hour. He disposed of my shitting drawers and tracksuit bottoms. He covered me with a towel and wiped me clean with a damp rag. <laughs> <laughs> I was given. She needed help with the wiping. <laughs> Sorry, go on. A new pair. I would give her a new pair. A tracksuit bottoms. Then she hit my cock and balls so I could go and get my scotch eggs. Thanks, buddy. Ninety percent of fat bastards shit themselves on the way to buy scotch eggs. <laughs> That's the line. That's the line we're going to be famous for. What? 90% of fat bastards shit their pants on the feet to get scotch eggs. We've got to get t-shirts made of that. Wait, advert's not finished yet. Sorry. Don't let it happen to you. Call Barry's Bum Brigade now. Again, I must say that everyone who works for Barry's Bum Brigade is on the sex offenders register. <laughs> No. I love writing them. <laughs> Hurry up and edit it. I wanna I wanna listen to this again. Fair enough. Right. Oh my god. That's the end of another episode. If you want to get in contact with us, submit anything for nineties corner or um if you want to submit anything for our top three for next week, which is top three uh characters from Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit movies or books, then get in contact. We are Stu and Alpod at gmail.com or we are on Twitter and Instagram at Stu and Alpod. Drop us a line. Stu, anything you want to say before we go? If you, think we, <laughs> if you think we need uh, professional help, then again, drop us a line at those platforms as well. Yes. Uh, and it's time for me to get that toaster rail. <laughs> right, see you later, listeners. Goodbye. Bye. Indeed it is. Well, you're a stranger here. I don't know when I seen you last. It must be more than years. How are you doing? I'm not so bad. And what about yourself?